You are listening to Words from the Servants, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living symbol for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or any other podcasting apps. Psalm 26, verses 6 to 8. I wash my hands in innocence and go about your altar, O Lord, singing aloud a song of thanksgiving and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Psalm 26 is a psalm of the righteous man calling on the Lord for vindication. And this is a psalm that is, first of all, true in Christ. Christ is the one truly innocent human being who has entered the true sanctuary in heaven as our great high priest. It's true of us to the degree that we have put our faith in him, repented of wrongdoing, and have begun to live the life of the Holy Spirit. In fact, it's instructive here to take a brief look toward the letter of Paul to the Philippians, on which we'll meditate at greater length later in this season. Chapter 2, verses 3 to 4, Paul exhorts the Philippians, Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. He then goes on in verses 5 to 11 of Philippians 2 to talk about the pattern that Jesus Christ has given us, the attitude or the mind that he exemplifies, who in his humility became one of us and became obedient even to the point of death. Jesus Christ, the true servant, who looked not to his own interests, but to the good of those for whom he came to offer his life. Then, in verses 14 to 15 of Philippians 2, Paul exhorts the Philippians, Do all things without grumbling or questioning, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world." Paul is especially interested in these passages and in Philippians as a whole with the peace and the unity among the brethren that he says near the end of the first chapter is a sign of their salvation. In this peace arising from the innocence that we have in Christ is closely connected with worship because peace with the brethren is a requirement for true worship. Or as Hebrews twelve fourteen tells us, for seeing the Lord. That gives us a connection between this washing of innocence, which comes through the marvelous deeds by which the Lord has brought us from darkness to light, to use the language of First Peter two nine, and delight in the presence of the Lord that's now open to us because of the restored innocence the washing of purification that God has given us in Christ. Now in Christ, we've been given access in one spirit to the Father, as Ephesians 2.18 says. We're brought into the glorious presence of God. And now we can pray and meditate on this psalm as it reflects our own condition now, as men and women who have tasted true life 
and who enter into communion with the assembly in heaven. We can also make this a meditation on the desire that we most want to characterize our life and a spur to prayer that God will sustain and increase that desire in us. Desire for innocence, for access to the glorious presence of God. May that desire direct our life and shape our life. This podcast was produced by the Sermons of the Word, a brotherhood of celibate men that is part of the Sword of the Spirit, an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. For similar and other content, visit us on servantsoftheword.org. If you liked what you listened to, please leave us a review on iTunes.